Hello. Good morning, sir. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's Eric Davis, managing editor of Fandango.com. We were just talking about Loki uh, and the mm-hmm. first episode dropping yesterday and how Loki did a, I, for to me, and I don't want to be, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, like I said to people, but they did a great job, I thought, of kind of tying up a loose end of Endgame that had bothered a lot of people. Yes, uh, I, I do think so. I think that they, it's a really interesting show. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially coming off of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and what I think is so fascinating about the shows that Marvel is creating right now is that they're all very different from one another. Mm-hmm. You know, we're so used to the, the film connecting to the next film, connecting to the next film, but these three shows are, aren't necessarily connecting to each other, but they're connecting to other avenues of the MCU and then expanding upon them. Um, but yeah, I think what, you know, we got to the end of Endgame uh, and then everybody was talking about time travel and the directors had had one view on certain time travel aspects. The writers had another view. Right. And so it seems like this first episode is kind of hitting the reset button and saying, look, we're going to start playing in sort of the multiverse kind of arena, which is a bit confusing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're going to try to like you know, create a framework that everyone can understand. It's still a little bit heady and mm. a bit trippy, right. uh, especially when you get into the whole, you know, free will of it all. Uh, how much is predetermined? How much do we control? And, you know, with our own choices. But, uh, you know, when you start going down those paths, it's confusing. But I think that first episode does a really good job of sort of resetting, taking us completely some- somewhere else that we haven't been and kind of leaning more into the fantastical of Marvel. Um, and so it's been a lot of fun and I love Owen Wilson and, and Tom Hiddleston. Oh together. God. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a, that's a buddy comedy or buddy cop comedy, action comedy waiting to happen right there with those two. So good. Uh, talking with Eric Davis, managing editor, Fandango.com. I do see that Tribeca film festival is going on. Um, is that something that's also having a live aspect? And will this be one of the first ones where people can actually enjoy a film festival, not not sitting at home on their couch watching the films? It is. It is one of those, uh, the first film festival really to do that. And, you know, what Tribeca has been doing is that there is a virtual option. Okay. Uh, but then they have all of these public outdoor screenings across all five boroughs of New York oh, City. Awesome. And they're all free. Too. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so you just have to go and like reserve your spot. Um, and then if but if you want to do a virtual option, you can buy tickets and watch it virtually, too. So uh, it's really uh, a fantastic way to do it. And, and the, the big premiere, the big opening night was um, in the Heights, uh, in the Heights, which is also out today in theaters. Um, was uh, screened last night uh, in in uh, in Washington Heights in a historic theater there, mm-hmm. but it also screened in all five boroughs of New York City. So, um, and the film itself is a wonderful movie about community coming together, and so uh, it was a really really great kind of kickoff um, for film festivals for New York. Yeah. Uh, you know, New York City, my city uh, had a had a you know. Uh, like all cities kind of really struggled through the Mm -hmm. pandemic. So uh, it's a really nice 
kind of way to kind of come back together, and it's a great film for that. I was going to say, talk to us about that film, because you had the opportunity to kind of to see it even farther back, and you have been raving about this film. Is it What is it about it that just strikes such a chord with you and with the general audience? You know, it's it's the music and it's the joy of the film and it's the culture and the celebrating of culture and sort of celebrating, you know, and honoring where you're from uh, while also sort of trying to figure out where you're going next. I think this is going to be a, a really important film for uh, the Latinx culture, especially for people, for, for children of, of uh, sort of immigrants, you know, first generation immigrants, you know, where their parents did not grow up here. Uh, but they grew up here. And so you're sort of growing up in this environment where, you, you know, your parents, your family are, are from another country and maybe they come here uh, with different sort of dreams and goals uh, for you. And you have to grow up and sort of recognize like, OK, how much uh, do I go to sort of what my parents want me to become and how much do I kind of go in the direction that I want to go in and, and that wrestling with my culture um, as you know, as I grow up, and so there's a lot of those kinds of themes in there, um, especially themes of of undocumented kids, you know, kids who yeah. grew up here uh, with with you know without papers, and then have to come to the realization of how much they are not afforded the rights that they are not afforded when they grow up. Uh, so there's that theme that's running there th throughout that too, and and it's just about community. And, and joy and music. You know, this is the musical that Lin-Manuel Miranda created before Hamilton. And so if you're a big Hamilton fan, you know, you're going to hear sort of the roots of that music, that hip hop, you know, the different cultures in the music. Um, and so really, it's just a celebration of a neighborhood and, and of a community that comes together in good times and in bad uh, to get each other through. Um, you know, the hardships and to the next day. So there's a lot, it's a mouthful in yeah. there, but um, I love this film. This film I saw uh, was one of the last films I saw before everything shut down because okay. it was supposed to come out that June. Um, it got, it got moved to this June. I, I've watched it another couple of times since then. And I just love it to pieces. Uh, this is one of a few movie musicals we're going to get this year. This is a big year for movie musicals. So if you're a fan of movie musicals, have at it. Uh, this is going to be the first one in a, in, a, in a few that are coming out. And so, um, and I think it's an important yeah. film to go see in, in a theater. Well, and it seems, the way you describe it, it seems like it couldn't be timed more perfectly with what's going on in our country as a whole, kind of the everyone coming out of the indoors and, and finally being able to, to enjoy each other's company and enjoy the community. It seems like the perfect film for that time right now. It very much is the perfect film for that. You know, it was directed by John M. Chu, who also did Crazy Rich Asians. Um, and so it's an, also an important film uh, you know, for representation uh, yeah. and and for for a culture to sort of see themselves represented in ways that they you know they do not normally see themselves represented on on the big screen. So um, I have a, a a good friend who who is from the Dominican Republic and and she this film means so much to her That's awesome. because there's little there's little things and little Easter eggs in there that that she grew up with that she's never seen in a movie before. Right. And it's just blowing her mind. And so that that kind of things, I think it's gonna have this effect on on people in, in a really pure, uh, important way. And so, uh, and then aside from that, 
even if you are are not, uh, you know, from the Dominican Republic, you can go watch this film and just lose yourself in the music, music. and the joy and the heart of it. And so um, I think it's one of the best movies of the year. I think it's the first great movie of the year. Nice. And so I implore you, um, go see it on the big screen. Go see it in the theater. Uh, I think that's the way to, to, to watch it. Eric Davis, managing editor, Fandango.com. Uh, I know you're very busy, man. I, I do have one quick question to ask before I let you go. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2 comes out. Do I need to have seen the first one to understand the plot of this one? <laughs> I do, you do not have to have okay. seen the first Peter Rabbit <laughs> in order to understand Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Um, but, you know, I, I have talked to a lot of parents who are like, when is there a film coming out for my little ones? Uh, Cruella was a little bit darker and, and my little ones weren't really, uh, you know, into that. What, when can I go see something that my kids, you know, my kids like 10 and under will enjoy? Uh, here you go. Here's Peter Rabbit. <laughs> um, you know, they do a fun job. There's a really great, great voice cast in there too. And so, um, I would, I would say go check out, uh, Peter Rabbit too. If, if you are one of those parents, that's just hankering to get out of the house with your young kids and you want something you know that they'll like. Excellent. And what else is going on at Fandango.com? Uh, you know, we're we're still we're getting ready uh, for the big summer movie season. Just announced is F9. Uh, if you go to buy your if you go to see F9 in an IMAX theater, um, then you will see a special preview of next year's Jurassic World Dominion film. Uh, and you can only see it in like IMAX, if you see F9 in IMAX. And so, uh, you know, that's another film we've been waiting for. It's gonna be like the third, the big kind of Jurassic movie that ties it all together, brings everybody back. So if you are like itching to see what that movie is going to be, uh, they're not gonna release that footage online. You have to go to see the, the new Fast movie in IMAX. So if you are getting ready to buy your tickets for F9, um, keep that in mind. I've been trying to remind people, like, go see it in IMAX because you're going to get that that yeah. extra special thing. So that's that's my big note for this awesome. week. Very cool. Eric Davis, Managing Editor, Fandango.com. Thank you so much for taking the time, and congrats to your Islanders. Best of luck against Tampa Bay going forward. <laughs> I can't wait, man. They're, good. They're a fun team to watch. They are. I can't wait for that, for that series. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll, t- we'll talk more about that next week. 